You are listening to a message from Victory Alabang. Get the latest updates by visiting victoryalabang.org or like us on facebook.com slash victoryalabang. Ngayon po ay pagpapatuloy natin tayo po ay nasa kalimang linggo, kalimang yugto ng ating serye na pinamagatan po natin Gospel Demonstrated. In this series, we are trying to uh, look at the scripture and see how should we live our life in line with what we have heard, what we have read, what we have studied. Dapat po ipinapakita natin sa uri ng ating pamumuhay ang salita ng Diyos na ating narinig, na pag-aaralan, at uh, you know, ipinangangaral din. Hindi po sapat na tayo basta lamang mga tagapakinig, kundi dapat tayo po ay mga tagapagsagawa. So sa maiklipong pag-review natin again nung unang linggo, ay tinalakay po natin na ang mga pagsubok, ang kaparaanan ng Diyos upang ilabas yung pinakamainam sa atin. Dito tinalakay po natin na uh, yung ating pananampalatay, our faith in God and His Word needs to mature. Kailangan po ito'y lumalago. At uh, tayo, gaya ng sabi ng Biblia, that we are changed from glory to glory and from faith to faith. Dapat lumalago. Nung ikalawang linggo, tinalakay naman po natin tungkol sa totoong reliyon. At ang sabi po natin that our faith in God's Word must be evident in our lives. Kailangan po yung nakikita. Kaya nga ito yung buong series natin. On the third week, we discuss about how we behave towards people. Indicates what we truly believe about God. Meaning, here, our faith in God in sin, how we deal with people. Ang pananampalatay natin, dapat din makita kung paano tayo makitungo, makipag-usap, paano tayo makipagkapwa-tao. At yun po ay mahalaga na patutuo sa ating mga ibinabahagi. At uh, last week po, kung kayo po yung narito, pinag-usapan din po natin na ang ating pananampalataya ay higit pa sa pagsasalita. You know, hindi tayo puro ngawa, dapat tayo merong gawa. At dito nakita natin that our faith in God should always be expressed in love. Now ngayon po, we will be again discussing um, another another topic uh, in this series, but may I request all of you to stand up please as we read the scripture in James chapter 4. Uh, lalakdawan natin chapter 3, chapter 4 po tayo from verses 1 4. Sabayan po ninyo ako sa pagbasa. Simulan po natin. What causes quarrels and what causes fights among you? Is it not this that your passions are at war within you? You desire and do not have, so you murder. You covet and cannot obtain, so you fight and quarrel. You do not have because you do not ask. You ask and do not receive because you ask wrongly to spend it on your passions. You adulterous people, do you not know that the friendship with the world is enmity between God? Therefore, whoever wishes to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. Father, we just want to thank you again. Even as we study your word, your presence is here. Your Holy Spirit is here. And once again, we acknowledge that the Holy Spirit is our best teacher. Thank you, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, for anointing our ears to hear, our eyes to see, even our hearts to believe. Anoint our lives that we may be able to be doers of your word and not hearers only. And even anoint my lips that I may present your message in the simplest way. This we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Today, we will be talking about the dangers of worldliness. 
You know, meron pong babala ang Biblia patungkol po sa pagiging uh, or, or tayo umayon sa sistema ng mundo. And mamaya po, I'll, I'll try to qualify mga ilang salita through the Word of God para mas maintindihan natin ang aspetong ito. Now, how many of you agree with me that warning should be taken seriously? Now, the reason why we are warned is simply because ayaw nila na tayo mapahamak. Tama po ba? Now, many times, pag ang mga warnings ay hindi taken seriously, you know, we suffer the consequences. Maraming mga bagay nangyayari na minsan nasabi, naku, sana sinunod ko na, or saan hindi ko na ginawa, and so on and so forth. Like this, you know, mga simpleng, uh, mga simpleng, eh, di ba? Marami tayo nakikita ito. Bawal tumawid. Alala ko na sa Ortigas, you know, kaya bawal tumawid, nakamamatay. Tapos after a few years, or few months, Napalitan na to. Bawal tumawid. May namatay na dito. Now, these are warnings. Na ba- bakit sila naglagay ng mga ganyan? Kasi may mga tao talaga matigas ang ulo. Tingnan mo yung katabi mo. Sabi mo, sana hindi ikaw yun. Okay. Kaya, you know, and, and they make different warnings even to different people. Pagka medyo social ka, ganyan ang makikita mo. You know, don't make tawid here. You're gonna be patay. Promise. You know. <laughs> but kidding aside, Alam niyo na nakita ko talaga sabi ko mga iba, iba talaga ang Pinoy eh, no? Iba ang Pinoy. But anyway, again, since there's danger in worldliness, this is what I'd like to say before you. That our passion for God diminishes our passion for the world. Let me say it again. Our passion for God or our love for God, our devotion to God, diminishes our passion for the world. Our love for God lessens, it reduces our love for the world. Now, let me just jump first in verse 4 to set the stage. Sabi puro sa binasa natin kanina, in verse 4, You adulterous people, do you not know that the friendship with the world is enmity with God? Ang pakikipagkaibigan sa mundong ito ay Parang pakikipag-away sa Diyos. Therefore, whoever wishes to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. Now, as I've said, let me just qualify the word world. Now, the word world comes from the Greek word in ibig sabihin yung cosmos. Kusan hinangu din dito yung, yung uh, salitang Ingles na cosmetics, okay? Which simply means an ordered system. Now, let me paint a picture. We know that God created the heavens and the earth, right? He created the world. Now, when God created the world, obviously, the Bible declares that it was good. In fact, after creating everything that's need to be created, the Bible declares that everything was very good. Lahat, very good. Even in Psalm chapter 24, the Bible says, The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world, and everything in it. So when God created the world, it was good. It was perfect. It was in order. Not until sin came. Nung dumating po ang kasalanan, what was good and what was perfect and what was in order became chaotic dahil po sa kasalanan. And so nagkaroon ng disorder sa mundong ito. Until humaba ang panahon, lumipas ang panahon, hanggang sa mga panahon ito, ang mundong ginagalawan po natin at uh, kinatatayo natin ay isang magulong mundo. 
At hindi po ito kaila sa atin. Hindi, ta, kay, hindi na natin kailangan magbulag-bulagan. Hindi natin kailangan itatwa o i-deny na ang mundong ginagalawa natin ay napakagulo. At magiging nasa, ma, ma, mapapasa ayos uli ang mundong ito. Only when Jesus returns and when He establishes kingdom here on earth, then there will be order once again in the system of this world. Pero since wala pa ang Panginoong Kristo, then we know that the world, the system of this world is not in order. In fact, hindi rin po kaila sa atin, na ang mga sistema ng mundong ito ay taliwas, opposite, kontra, doon sa sistema ng Diyos. Ang sabi nga po, hindi po ito pwedeng mag- mag- magkaisa hanggat hindi dumarating ang Panginoon para itatag ang kanyang kaharian. When we talk about the system of this world, it is unaided, unaided. Okay? Walang tulong uh, na nagawa at sistema ng mga tao operating outside the will of God, rejecting the lordship of Jesus. Now, take note of this. This is interesting. Sabi niya, if friendship, yung, yung pakikipagkaibigan, yung warm affection, okay? You, if friendship with the world ay nagbigay ng warning si God, now how much more kung ang isang tao ay magmamahal sa mundo? Is it possible? Of course. In 1 John chapter 2, verse 15, ang sabi dito, do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. Now, mag-an muna ko. Now, when, when yung salitang do not love the world, in the Greek grammar, ang ibig sabihin po, continue to refuse this. There will always come a time, hanggat may, you know, alam nyo yung temptation? Ang temptation, sabi nga, hindi ikaw, hindi ikaw lalayuan, hindi ang tukso ang lalayo sa atin. Tayo dapat tumayo. Pero kahit ka lumayo sa anumang tukso, andyan palagi ang tukso at sinusundan tayo. Tama ho ba? Now, loving the world is a temptation. Maraming ino-offer ang mundong ito that are appealing sa laman. But if we're going to look in the, through the lens ng Scripture, what the Bible teaches, then alam natin at the end, it will just produce more trouble and misery sa buhay natin kung tayo ay kakagat sa mga tuksong ito. Yes, we're still in the world, but the Bible also declares that we are not of this world. Nasa mundo tayo, pero hindi tayo makamundo. At bilang Kristiyano, ito ang isang bagay na sinasabi ni Santiago at sinasabi ni Juan na dapat nating maunawaan. Do not love the world. Now, mag-qualify uli ako. Parang contradicting ata do sa John 3.16 na sinasabing for God so love the world. Now, hindi po. Hindi contradicting yon. Now, ang sinasabi po dito again ay yung sistema ng mundong ito. Yung umiiral na mga how should I mga umiiral na uri ng pamumuhay at mga ginagawa nila sa mundong ito, yun ang sinasabi sa talatang ito, samantalang yung world do sa John 3.16 has nothing to do with the system but yung mga tao sa mundong ito. Are you still here with me? The world do sa John 3.16 is basically the people. For God so loved the people in this world that He gave His only begotten Son. That whoever believes in Him should not perish but have eternal life. But here, do not love the system of this world or the things of this world, what the world offers. And then again, he said, if anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. We need to keep 
refusing to be enticed na tayo po'y matokso, na tayo'y ma- ma- mahalina ng-, ng sistema ng mundong ito or kung anuman ang ino-offer ng mundong ito na taliwas sa kalooban ng Diyos. Ang isang bagay po na madalas na tayo po'y nadadapa, you know, we stumble upon, is that when the world offers something, and that is always appealing to the flesh, and even if we know what God offers, and op- oftentimes, you know, ang, ang ino-offer ng mundo at ang ino-offer ng Diyos, mas appealing yung ino-offer ng mundo. Are you here with me? Di ba? Ma- mas madaling, kumbaga mas madaling bumigay, mas madaling kagatin yung pain ng mundo kesa doon sa ino-offer ng Diyos. The way the world offers is in opposition to the way God operates. Let me give you a good example. God loves to give. The world loves to get. Kaya mundong ito, bihira kang makakakita ng magbibigay. Laging kabigyan. Laging ang tanong niyan, what's in it for me? Kikita ba ako dyan? Ano ba, ma- ano ba mapapala ako dyan? Laging ganon. Samantalang si God, you know, ang isip lagi ng Panginoon is to give. Are you hearing me? Another one. God is impartial. Pinag-aralan natin yan. But the world is partial. Ang Diyos hindi nagtatangi ng tao. Ang mundong ito, nagtatangi ng tao. Iba ang kalalagyan mo pag ikaw ay may pinag-aralan, pag ikaw ay may kaya, pag ikaw ay matalino. Pero kung ikaw ay mahirap, hindi nakapagtapos ng pag-aaral, nakatuntong lang sa eskwela, pero hindi nakapasok, tumuntong ka lang, you know, meron rin sariling pagkakalagyan. Discrimination. Yeah, huh? Nagkakaroon ng pagkakampi-kampi, ng, ng, ng pagkakabahabahagi. Bakit? Because ang mundong ito is very, you know, very partial. Now, what else? Sinabi rin nun ng Biblia, ang Diyos, God is very sacrificing. Lagi niyang iniisip, lagi iba. Ang mundo, hindi. Ang mundo, bihirang magsakripisyo. Ang isip ng mundo, dapat kayong magsakripisyo para sa akin. Ang isip sa sistema ng mundong ito is that, you know, I am entitled for so many things or to so many things. And you're there to meet my needs. Something like that. So, totally different. No wonder, kaya nga sinabi rin, do not love the world, neither the things that are in the world. Amen. Are you still here with me? Now, ano ba yung sinasabi nitong the things that are in the world? It says here, for all that is in the world, what's that? The desires of the flesh, and the desires of the eyes, and the pride in possessions, ano pa? Is not from God, but is from the world. And the world is passing away along with its desires, but I love this, but whoever does the will of God abides forever. Lumbesis, you know, what are the things in the world? The desires of the flesh, desires of the... Yeah, let me say that. In other translations, say the lust of the, the, the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. Yun yung, yun yung ganun mag-operate ang mundong ito. Anything na palaging dini-desire ng flesh, yung, yung maganda palaging tignan, very appealing, at yung kayabangan. Now, I, I love how it is uh, uh, stated here, eyes and the pride in possession. Alam nyo, malakas makayabang ang mga material na bagay. Kaya kung hindi natin mababantayan ang ating puso, pwede tayong mahulog. Di ba? Naalala ko noon, pag ikaw ay menokya 5110, pinagyayabang mo. Kung nga, nakasak, 
nandito sa labas eh, yung may saksa. Kaya yun, ilang beses ako nawalan. Dahil napipitik sa jeep. Pero kung yung Nokia, subukan mo, kung magkaroon ka man ng Nokia 5110, subukan mo ipagyabang ngayon. I- kahit iwan mo yan, walang gagalaw niyan. In fact, babalik yan sa'yo mag-isa, ibabato sa'yo. Bakit? Wala anong value yun eh. Are you still here with me? Pero anumang bagay na tingin ng mundong ito ay may value, iba to. It becomes a status symbol. Yung pagka meron kang uh, iPhone 12, meron kang uh, Samsung na, anong, anong number na ba na Samsung? 11. Ha? Eh, 9 pa lang ba? Okay. Yes, Whatever. Diba? Misa, malakas makayabang eh. Kung hindi natin mababantayan ang ating mga... Yun po yung sinasabi dito. And it keeps on, on mentioning the word desires, desires, desires. Now, listen, look at me. Desire by itself is not bad. In fact, the Bible says, in Psalm 37 verse 4, if you delight yourself in the Lord, He will give you what? The desires of your heart. But let me qualify that. Because... Kailangan muna natin, maraming Christian, they only quote the second part, that God will give you the desires of your heart. They try to evade yung first part. And what's the first part? For God to give you the desires of your heart, first, you should delight in Him. And if we are delighting in the Lord, we will not desire anything that God does not desire for us. Are you hearing me? Now, kaya minsan pagka may gusto, kahit ano, oh, oh God, you will give me the desire. Kailangan isipin natin munang mabuti kung gagawin natin panalangin ito. Ito bang dinidesire natin ay desire ng Diyos para sa atin. Yun yung mga ilang bagay na dapat natin isa lang alang. Mark 11, 23 and 24, ganun din. You know, whatever you desire in prayer, believe that you receive them and you shall have. Again, desire by itself, it's not bad. Pero, it can be bad. The desires can be bad. Why did I say that? Or papano? Ito yan, no? What makes it bad is the object of our desire and the motivations behind it. Kung paano natin kukunin sa mundong ito. Ulitin ko, hindi masamang magnasa ang nagpapasama sa nasa ay kung anong ating ninanasa at kung ano ang nag-uudyok sa atin sa pagnanasang iyon. Yun ang nagpapasama doon sa pagnanasa. It becomes good if it is fueled by God and directed by His will. Now, if you're desiring the things of God, you'll never go wrong. If you desire to grow in the knowledge of God, that's good. If you desire to serve God, that's good. In fact, as a Christian, we ought to desire serving God. Hello? Many times we call God as our Lord and yet tayo nag-uuto sa Kanya. Lord, aalis ako, bantay mo nga yung bahay ko. Could you imagine that? Tinawag mo pang Lord, ginawa mo security guard. Our desire should be submitted doon sa will ni God. And that's the reason why many times we struggle in this life. Many times there's conflict within us because of that. That's why it is so clear for me that our passion for God diminishes our passion for the world. Not the world na mundunga, but again, the passion for the system, the ways of 
this world. It will lessen our love for God, our devotion for God. It will lessen. It will reduce our love for the systems and the ways of this world. Are you getting me? Okay, now, let's go back. Verse 1. Ano po sinasabi rito sa verse 1? Sabi niya, what causes quarrels and what causes fights among you? So, may issue si Santiago. Sabi ni Santiago, ano ba yung mga pinag-aawayan niyo? Huh? Ano, ba yung, ano ba yung mga alitan ninyo? Now, listen. He's talking about Christians here. He's not talking about, he's not addressing any unbeliever. He's addressing Christians. Okay? Sabi niya, ano ba yung pinagtatalunan niyo? Puro kayo Kristiyano. Ano ba yung mga pinagtatalunan niyo? Ano, ano yung sanhi ng alitan ninyo? And then, na rin yung sumagot. Sabi niya, is it not this? Ito raw yun. Ano yun? That your, that your, what? Passions are at war. Where? Now, this is interesting. The fights among you versus the wars within you. Now, let me say this. The conflict of the church is caused by the conflict in the heart. Actually, kahit naman saan, kahit hindi sa loob ng church. But since pinag-usapan natin dito si Santiago, Eh, alam niyo nung panahon niya, marami ng away. Uh, bigyan ko example. In chapter 2, verses 1 to 9, nagkaroon sila ng yung class wars among the rich and the poor. Nagkaroon sila ng away in chapter 3, verses 13 to 18. You know, yung sa church, sa loob ng church, nag-aaway-away sila over position uh, because they want to be teachers and they wanted to be leaders. Away-away sila. You know, in chapter 4, verses 11 and 12, yung personal wars. They speak evil and criticizing and judging each other. In chapter 5, verses 1 to 6, yung employment wars. Also between the rich and the poor. Because the rich are, you know, they are abusing. They were abusing the, the poor. You know, hindi binibigyan ng, ng, ng tamang sweldo. Hindi binibigyan ng tamang beneficio and so on and so on. Now, make conflict na nun. And Although, bagamat hindi po binanggit dito sa chapter na ito, chapter 4, specifically yung detalye, pero it is obvious, it's clear na ang issue rito is materialism. Mga bagay-bagay ng mundong ito. Listen, the war within causes the war without. Alam nyo, kung lahat lang ng tao, masesettle nila ang issue ng puso, mababawasan ang gulo sa mundong ito. Usapin ang puso. It's the cause and effect. The immediate pleasure, yun yung desire na sinasabi kanina. Yung, yung passion, the immediate pleasure made to be an end of itself at the expense of other things. Yun po sinasabi. Yun yung huli at the expense, whatever you desire, tuloy mo lang yan at the expense of other things. Like what? Like compromise or at the expense of hurting other people and so on and so forth. Makuha lang yung gusto. Now, verse 2, he expounded it. You desire and do not have, so you murder. Again, the cause and effect. Ano yung cause? You desire and do not have. Because, you know, ninanasa mo. Gustong gusto mo at Hindi na punta sa iyo. Anong effect? You murder. Now, we might not be on the stage na we really kill people. But haven't you noticed sometimes, you know, pag may gusto ka, 
At meron yung iba, nagagalit ka sa taong yun. And Jesus teaches that in, in the gospel, na pag ikaw ay nagalit sa iyong kapatid, you have already committed murder in your heart. Ano pa? You covet and cannot obtain, so you fight and quarrel. Ikaw ay merong nag-iimbot ka, merong kang ninanasa na pag, pag-aari ng iba, yun ang ibig sabihin ng covet. Di ba, minsan, may dumaan na magandang kotse. Oh, in Jesus' name, I claim that. Ang ikl- Wag yung kotse yung iklaim mo, meron ng may-ari nun. Punta ka doon sa factory ng kotse at doon ka maglalehans at mag-claim. Na, na hindi dahil nyo ba? May magandang chika, babe. So, I claim that. May asawa na yun. At may asawa ka na. Are you hearing me? And so, because they cannot obtain, you fight and quarrel. Alam nyo, the word fight and quarrel, military term ito. You know, you parang, you're at war with each other. Ito pa, maganda. Sabi niya, you do not have, wala ka, kasi hindi ka humihingi. Humihingi ano? Kay Lord. Oh, maaring humingi ka, yun kasunod, verse 3, maaring humingi ka, at di mo natatanggap. Bakit? Kasi mali motibo mo. Sabi ni Santiago. Because you ask wrongly. What was the motive? To spend it on your passion. Now again, the word passion there is not the, just the passion, uh, you know, hindi uh, yung passion. Iba yun, fashion yun. Okay? Now, imagine, imagine, imagine with me. Let's think of some example. Imagine na even magkakapamilya, nakakademandahan dahil lamang sa mga mana-mana. Yung isa, ayaw magpahigit kay kapatid. Nung humirit siya, hindi, ako ang panganay, dapat ako ang lamang. Sabi naman ni Bunso, hindi, ako ang bunso, ako ang spoiled. Anong spoiled? Panis. Are you hearing me? Now, isipin natin. I mean, could you imagine if Christians, kung tayo mga Christians, if Christians are fighting one another over money and material possession, this is a terrible testimony of our faith to the world. Ito po nakakatuwa. And this was addressed by Paul in the book of Corinthians. Kapwa Kristiyano, nagdimandahan, kanina lalapit sa isang unbeliever na judge. Tapos minsan pagka medyo sikat ka pa, mapapaskil ka pa sa dyaryo, makikita ka sa TV, ha? si ganitong, you know, lalo na kung medyo kilala ka sa society, nag-away-away, nagkagalit-galit, Parehong Kristiyano, nagdimandahan. Now, what's the reason behind? Again, it's the conflict within. Yun po yung sinasabi rito. Yung, yung, yung passion, yung, yung mga bagay na kinahuhumalingan natin. Yung a satisfying strong urge, yung, yung udyok na yun for physical, immediate gratification ng physical pleasure. Yun po yung sinasabi yun, to spend it on your passion. Kapatid, panandalian lang. <laughs> panandalian lang yan. Yung, yung urge na yan. Yung, yung mga bagay niya. Panandalian lang yan. That's why in chapter 3, ng the same book, balikan natin, chapter 3, verse 16, sabi niya, for wherever, kung nasaan merong jealousy, 
at selfish ambition, anong meron din doon? You will also find disorder and evil of every kind. Now, take note of this. Every time there's jealousy. And jealousy. Eh, bakit siya? Binigyan mo ako, hindi. Yung kapitbahay mo, may bagong rep. Eh, unbeliever. Eh, bakit siya unbeliever? May bagong rep. Ako wala. Sweetheart, bumili ka din! Hello? Kusaan merong selfish ambition. You see, listen, the essence of sin, ang, ang pinakadiwa, ang pinakasentro, the essence of sin is actually selfishness. And let's not forget that in the middle of sin is the letter I. Sa tuwing ang isip natin, ako muna, ako dapat. Men, awa yan. Hindi ko na kailangan paliwanag pa ng yan. Halatang obvious yan. Kahit saan. Whether believer or unbeliever. Kaya nga, mas malala kung sa ating mangyayari. Because we declare, we profess that we're Christians. Selfishness is dangerous. And this is what I observe. Selfish people are never happy. Maganap kayo ng isang taong sakim. Walang contentment. Meron na gusto pa. Kaya lang dito, mahirap maghanap. Dito. Dito. Tingin kayo sa paligid nyo. Tingin Wala na. Mahirap kayo maghanap dito. Wala niyan dito. They are never happy. Now, you see, yung jealousy and selfishness, it can lead to hoarding and envy. Anong isang dahilan? Bakit tayo magbigay ng tao? Eh, mababawasan ako eh. Kung ako magkulang. Hoard. Again, the Bible says, God has blessed us so that we can be a blessing. God did not bless us para ipagyabang natin, I'm blessed. Are you hearing me? That's the reason why God wants us to always be a channel of blessing. Alam nyo, pagka ang gripo ay tuloy-tuloy, yung source tuloy-tuloy din na bumubuhos. Pero pag nagbara somewhere yan, pag nagbuhos ang source, hindi lumalabas, wala nang paglalagyan ng ibubuhos. You are blessed to be a blessing. Ito minsan yung nakakalungkot sa mga Kristiyano. Sabi yung sa mga awit, Psalm 73 verse 3, For I envy the proud when I saw them prosper despite their wickedness. Nainggit ako sa mga mayayabang, lalo na nung nakita kong sila'y nananagana, kahit sila masama. Itong kapitbahay ko, Hindi nga ito maatin sa Las Piñas eh. Tapos siya lagi may bago. Ako ilang taon na ako nagpe-pray, Lord, paltan mo yung black and white kong TV. Hanggang ngayon, hindi na nga black and white, green na. Pati yung black nag-fade. The Bible clearly states, 
Huwag nating kaingitan ang masama. You know why? Kahit nananagalan sila. You know why? Remember what Jesus said? What shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world and lose his soul and be cast away? What shall men give in exchange for his soul? Do you still remember the warning of Jesus in the gospel? It is hard for the rich man to enter the kingdom of God. Hindi naman niya sinabing it's impossible. Sabi, it's hard. Why? Because sometimes or many times, possessions and material things would stop us from really following God. Remember the rich young fool? Sabi ng rich young fool doon kay Jesus, Lord, hello, sunod ako sa'yo. Sabi niya, okay, gusto mo sumunod? Oh, eto gawin mo, ha? Yung mga rere mo, sinubok siya ni Lord eh. Yung mga rere mo, benta mo, bigay mo sumahirap, saka ka sumunod sa akin. Ang sabi ng Biblia, umalis pa palayo yung rich young fool dahil sobrang yaman niya. No wonder Jesus said, you can never serve God and money. Why? Money is a hard master. Money can control us. Instead of us controlling money, many times it's money who controls us. I believe money should be our servant, not vice versa. Money is used, number one, to meet our needs. Second is for the kingdom of God to continually expand. Is God against you enjoying the fruit of your labor? No. He wants you to enjoy the fruit of your labor. Hindi naman masamang bumili ng bagong, bagong phone kung kailangan mo. But again, you need to understand there's a big difference between a need and a want. What God promises is that He shall supply all your needs, not our greeds. Are you still here with me? Craving for what they have. Prospering despite of the wickedness. Why don't I have what they have since I'm a Christian? Siguro magandang tanong natin, yung atin po bang nahawa is our possession for missional or just personal? When I say missional, is it really for the purpose of God or just personal? That would be a good, a good question. You know why? Because again, the principle of God is this. That if we, if God finds us faithful over little things, He will entrust us with greater things. It's a principle. That's why verse 4 says, You adulterous people. Could you imagine that? Materialism and being selfish is compared to being adulterous. Well, sa mga mindset ng Hudyo, it's simply because they are in covenant with God. You know? Kaya... Uh, Ganun ang terminologies nila. Parang, sina, parang sinasabi niya, because of their covenant with God, you are cheating on God, flirting with the world, desiring more of what the world offers than what God promises. Sabi, you adulterous people? And do you not know? And so, yeah, we'll, we'll discuss that. Now, before I end, although, hindi ganun kaganda itong example ko, pero I hope makita natin essence nito. Kunyari, kunyari, payag po ba kayo? Kunyari, imagine natin lahat tayo may asawa. Ha? Imagine lang, imagine. Kunyari lahat tayo may asawa. Papayag ba kayo? Papayag ba tayo? Na kung sabihin ng asawa mo, Sweetheart, 
mag-adulterate muna ako ng, ng five minutes, ha? Tapos, babalik ulit ako sa iyo. Ilan sa inyo papayag? Ah, oh, sige. Sitar, three minutes lang. Three minutes lang. I'll commit adultery three minutes lang and then I'll go back to you. Sinong papayag? Okay, mahaba-haba yun. One minute. One, sweetheart, one minute. Mga ngalunya muna ako, pero magre-repent din ako after. Ilan sa inyo payag? O sige, 30 seconds na lang. 30 seconds. Oh, ilan sa inyo papayag? Wala? No, listen. Kung 30 seconds nga, hindi tayo pumapayag. Now, ang issue rito, hindi yung time. Ang issue rito is the exclusivity ng asawa mo sa'yo. Now, come to think of this. How long do we flirt with the world and hurt the heart of God? How long do we compromise setting God aside and parang sinasabi na, Lord, ah, magpe-flirt muna ako dito sa mundong ito. Lord, mag-adulterate lang ako dito sa mga... Pero 30 seconds lang, Lord. Kung tayo di pumapayag, could, do you feel the heart of God for this? That's why I said, you adulterous people, do you not know that the friendship of this world is enmity between God? Again, it's not about time. It's about exclusivity. God has loved us so much. That's why, again, our passion for God diminishes our passion for the world. Di ko masinabing overnight, overcome na natin. May unti-unti pa yan eh. But unless we defocus yung attention natin to the world and focus it again to God, mahirapan tayong kumala sa mundong ito. We will always be enticed with this world. But the good news is this, we can we can overcome the world. And you know how? It's also in the scripture. 1 John chapter 5, verse 1 to 4. It says, Everyone, I'm reading from the NLT, everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ has become a child of God. And everyone who loves the Father, how many of you love the Father? Come on, let me see your hand. Okay. If you love the Father, everyone who loves the Father loves his children too. So, Tignan mo ang katabi mo. Kaya mo bang mahalin yung katabi mo? Ha? Kahit minsan ang hindi nagbayad sa'yo? Kahit minsan ang inagawang ka ng upuan mo? Dahil dyan siya nakaupo dati sa kinaupuan mo ngayon? Can you love that, that, that person kahit na binawalan ka munang pumasok dahil nag-worship? Hello? Can you still forgive yung mga kumanta rito nung biglang nagsintonado? Can you still love them? Now, verse 2. We know we love God's children. How? If we love God and obey His commandments. Now, loving God means keeping His commandments. If we say we love God, let's obey Him. And His command. Now, I love it. His commandment is not burdensome. May hindi mabigat ang utusan ng Diyos. Kaya lang talaga bumibigat. Simple. Ayaw natin. Kung gusto mo, may paraan. Kung ayaw mo, may dahilan. Now, every child of God defeats this evil world. And we achieve this victory through what? Through faith. And who can win this battle against the world? Only those who believe that Jesus is the Son of God. Now, how many of you is a believer here of the Lord Jesus Christ? How many of you believe 
Now, would you stand up right now? Would you stand up from where you are? Come on, come on. If you say you're a believer, would, would you just thank God right now that you're a believer? You're a believer. You're, he, 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 you know, kung, kung naniniwala kang nananampalataya ka kay Kristo ngayon, ba't hindi mo siya pasalamatan ngayon? Dahil siya ang tutulong para tayo makapagtagumpay sa mundong ito. We need to develop yung passion natin kay God by loving Him and loving His Word. And loving Him means obeying His Word. Loving His Word produces faith that releases the power so that we can conquer the world. You and I are victors. We're not victims. Let me say it again. Wala nakarinig sa inyo. If you are a believer, you're a victor, not a victim. Amen. And as a victim, hindi na tayo nagpaparinig. Naku, kung may magbe-bless lang sana sa akin. Hindi na. Yun ang victim mentality. Ang victim mentality, may utang ka sa akin. Dapat ginagawa mo to sa akin. Hindi, baliktad. We're not victims, we're victor. Dapat, you know, ano ba opportunity, opportunity ko ngayon para ma-bless ka? It may not be financial, it may not be material thing, but even through words, we encourage them with our words. My point is this, we are all Christians, followers of the Lord. We got faith that overcomes the world. Whatever comes our way, we can overcome if we will develop that passion for God. Amen? We ask for your forgiveness, Lord God. If we flirt with the world, if we hunger more for what the world offers, than what you have already offered. We ask for your forgiveness, O God, and ask you to cleanse our hearts, cleanse our minds, O God. Lord, allow us to see the truth behind your word that we can overcome this world and our passion for you, our devotion, our love for you will lessen, will diminish, will reduce our love for the ways and the things of this world. Help us, Lord. We ask for your grace, O God. We recognize that apart from you, we can do nothing. But Lord, help us, O Lord. Help us live a life that is worthy. Worthy of what Jesus has died for. And Father God, I just want to thank you. Because you said, as a child of God, born of God, having faith in us, this will give us the grace to conquer and to overcome the world. And Father God, I speak that warring spirit in each and every one of us. I speak, Lord God, that that righteousness, that even that righteous indignation would always arise from within us every time we feel like we are flirting with the world. And thank you, Father, because as you have always promised, you will always provide for all our needs. We will not worry about our needs, oh God. Even our wants, oh God, in line with your will, you promise God that if we delight in you, you will give us the desires, the things that we want. Lord, you are our shepherd and we shall not want, we shall not lack any good thing. Father God, may this be a reality in each and every heart. And we claim it right now. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.